Boardwalk Times Multiverse of Marvel is a podcast where we discuss the latest Marvel TV episodes as they are released on Disney+. Plus. This is your spoiler alert. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Boardwalk Times Multiverse of Marvel Watcher's World. My name is Elizabeth Pfeiffer, and I'm the senior editor of Boardwalk Times. My name is Iris Nyholt, and I am a columnist at the Boardwalk Times. Y'all, we're back. It is like first episode once again. Super excited because today we're discussing the penultimate episode of What If? Ultron One. The dynamic duo is back together. Yes. That is to us. Dis- we are the dynamic duo. <laughs> that is us to discuss what I would say. Okay. First off, actually, before yes. I before I dive into it, we're both Age of Ultron enthusiasts, right? Yes. We both. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually wrote that down. I said, whoa, Age of Ultron's one of my favorite movies. Crazy. I know. <laughs> I know. I was super excited for this episode. So. So I'm glad that it's us sitting here today talking about it. So let's let's honestly just just dive in because there's a lot to talk about. So I first want to point out that this is the only episode where the previous week kind of led into this. And I know in the trailer for what if, you know, you see all the characters together and we kind of knew that there was an overarching story. But because we're such professionals, we kind of went into this whole show willy nilly. We didn't really know what was going on. So honestly, I was surprised when well, I saw I that like last surprising week. myself. So yes, me <laughs> I too. had no clue what was going to happen at all. I just was like, what? This is so crazy. I um, know. It's all it's all slowly coming together. But we'll get into that a little bit more toward the yes. end of the episode. Let's start at the beginning. <laughs> record scratch. So you're wondering how I got here. So this episode begins with the watcher, obviously, as every episode does. And he says that this one breaks his heart and Mm -hmm. we enter into a post-apocalyptic blown up world with Hawkeye and Natasha, Clinton, Natasha, Black Widow, metal arm, which is weird. (laughs) Yeah. I saw that. I was like, what is going on with that? Yeah. It was, I was very confused. Obviously like Ultron has taken over the world and blown up everything, but where did the metal arm come in to to play? It didn't, it did not get addressed at all. It didn't at all. So I thought that was really weird. I was like, okay, Bucky Barnes, but his arrow shooting skills were really good. Clinty Barnes. (laughs) And I'm wondering, even as I was watching the episode, kind of a random thought, I'm like, well, how did he get used to having a metal arm and his aiming accuracy? Like, what was the learning curve on that one? Or is this an arm like Bucky's and doesn't have like superpowers or something? Like, it's just like, it's a crazy accurate shooting arm or something. I don't don't know. It's like calibrated just for him to pull back his, I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter because he's dead. Yeah, and it doesn't get addressed anyway, so. Yeah, but it it was cool to see, I guess. Um, And then we saw um, Black Widow cycling away from the little Ultron sentry drone bot thingies. Also, did you see the like invisibility cloak? Yes, I wrote down and disappearing. What is this Harry Potter's invisibility cloak? (laughs) So yeah, yeah, I was like, what is that about? And that also did not get addressed. So this episode just leaves us with a a lot of questions that probably don't matter. I mean, there are a couple of cloaks that it could be, you know, in Cloak and Dagger. I forgot about that one. But I'm like, okay, where did you get that? And then Doctor Strange's cloak can have yes. some kind of ability to do that too. But mm-hmm. at this point in Ultron, Doctor Do- Strange Dr. like Strange isn't around. Doesn't really exist. Yeah. Then also, don't we see Ultron with a cape later on too? That is kind of scarily similar to Doctor Strange's cape. Yeah. Or did so I dream that. 
I mean, I think he just kind of like made it when he got the stones to look oh, I guess. epic yeah, and stuff. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if you are programmed to take over the world, you know, there has to be some kind of code in there that's like also look cool doing it. So that, also, that was probably the cloak. Be cool. <laughs> yes. So invisibility cloak. I don't really know. If y'all know, tweet us at Boardwalk Times because no, inform us. Yes. So they are trying to take down the Ultron hive mind. At this point, Ultron won. He killed Tony. He killed Thor. He killed everybody. Everyone, basically. Everybody, <laughs> pretty much. And I was actually a little sad when all the nuclear bombs were going off. And I know. Clint said like his wife's name, Laura, right? Laura? Laura? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. Her name, I think her name is Laura. But I, honestly, like I felt. I felt a little emotional for him, even yeah. though I don't care about him as a character. Exactly. That might change in the Hawkeye series, but right now I'm like, whatever. We'll see about that. <laughs> we'll see about we'll that. See about that. <laughs> but yeah, so they're trying to take over the hive mind or destroy the hive mind, and they are in Russia. Mother Russia, as Natasha probably likes to call it. She does say home or something. She's like, ah, home sweet home. <laughs> yes. And throughout this episode, we're also jumping back and forth between Natasha and Clint and then actually like Ultron and the Watcher, which is crazy. So mm-hmm. they're in Russia and we get kind of a, a glimpse back at, at everything that's happened. We see Ultron actually succeed. He takes Vision's body, but it's not even Vision. Not it, Vision. He never got the chance to become Vision. Wanda is typing. Just kidding. That romance Poor never Wanda. happened. And Wanda's probably dead too. Wanda's probably dead too. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Wanda. Yeah. So it's basically like bad guy Vision, but it's not Vision. But it's it's still weird to see like Vision, but with Ultron's voice and different eyes because as you probably saw, his eyes are red instead of Vision's blue eyes. So so red is evil, obviously. Red is, red is evil, obviously. So red eyes equals not good. I okay. I want to talk about puppet to puppet master, Ultron mm-hmm. succeeding, and then Thanos just like appearing i know i know (laughs) and then ultron just being like yeah oh my gosh i was so like i don't know i didn't even realize that thanos was gonna show well obviously he was gonna show up but i i thought there might have been more of like a little battle scene not just him just going like nope you're done now goodbye like yeah he's super powerful but also thanos did have all of the other infinity stones so so maybe he took him by surprise or like why didn't vision just do that in endgame exactly why didn't is is marvel just kind of like making jokes about the different marvel ways like, that thanos could have died my bad i think that they're i think they're making it like a, a, a personal gag probably at this point yes oh marvel. So, so that's cool and so you know when ultron gets the stones and you know cloak situation he sees worlds beyond his own and so yes that's finally when i was like oh my gosh that's like where party thor was that's where we saw him last week no but my first thought actually when he said that i was like oh no is is ultron actually the watcher i was like is this where we find out the watcher is a bad guy all along but i was wrong so <laughs> That would have been absolutely insane, but I guess it's still it's still up to him in this whole battle that's going to happen. It is, but anyway, it is, it is. he yes, sees we're skipping forward. Excuse us. Yes. So <laughs> he sees worlds beyond his own and he's like, I basically need to destroy everything. So he goes and destroys everything in his universe, including 
Okay, so we see all of these characters that we absolutely love. You know, we see the Guardians of the Galaxy. We see many other things. Guardians are the ones I just, you know, saw. The Collector, the Game Master. It's one of those two. It's the Game Master. Yeah, the Game Master. What's his face? Jeff. Yes. Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) Jeff Goldblum. So we're, yeah, so he's just like going, oh, and like Ego, like he's just destroying all of these other worlds. he just killed Ego like it was nothing. Yeah, insane. Very insane indeed. Um, and then Captain Marvel shows up, tries to stop him. He kills her. I know. Which... I was like, oh, even Carol isn't powerful enough. And My so then goodness. he destroys everything in his universe and is like, I am a program without a purpose. And all this time, the Watcher is, you know, narrating, and he hears him. What did you think of that when that happened? I, I was like, my notes literally said, Ultron heard Watcher. Oh no, I did not expect this. Oh no, <laughs> help. <laughs> So, uh, I guess I was taken by surprise. I mean, so was the Watcher because he was like, what the hell is this? He's like, wait, you can see me? It's like that Spider-Man meme, except they're not both Spider-Man. But it's like, you know, when they're pointing at each other? Yeah, because the Watcher's been pointing the entire time. But now Ultron's And now Ultron's like, um, who? My dude. (laughs) Who is narrating my life? And then we get a peek at, you know, the Watcher's little, like, I don't want to call it, like, a realm. In my notes, I put crystal area. Oh, you mean his, like, little background? His little, his little behind, behind the scenes. His his in-between world. Yeah. And I, I literally know the Watcher's crystal area is cool. It does look cool. And that makes sense because, you know, the opening credits are all of those shattered crystal pieces of looking into different universes. So I'm like, oh, it's all clicking now. Well, and then the Watcher's like, there's one last hope for this universe now that he has found me. And my brain immediately said, what, Luke Skywalker? And then I was like, (laughs) no, wrong franchise. Speaking of franchises, when the last hopes, you know, uh, Natasha and and Clint get into the KGB archives. Clint goes, have you seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? I know. I literally wrote down, (laughs) I wrote down Raiders of the Lost Ark. I bet Liz loves this. Uh, yeah, I was like, okay, it really was meant to be that I was going to be on this podcast episode because we love a good Indiana Jones reference, if you know me. Agreed. So yeah, so they're the last hope. And during this time when they're looking through all these files, the Watcher is getting bigger and bigger and closer and closer. He's just breathing down their neck, basically. I honestly, I had to laugh a little bit when uh, we saw them in the KGB archives and they were like looking through all the boxes and he like he wasn't there. And then the camera turned back and then suddenly he was there. And I was like, oh, he's there. Just bam. Honestly, I wish for the scene of them looking through the KGB archives that there would have been more Easter eggs. I realized yeah. that it's not like the US or S.H.I.E.L.D. or anything like that, where they have those, they have more control over those different Marvel Easter egg artifact things. But I thought it was really cool that we saw the Red Guardian's shield. Yes, that was pretty cool. And then Natasha that was it later. really cool. And I like that Natasha was like, hey, is this my color? <laughs> it's it's interesting that it kind of like flipped. I feel like Clint had always been the one to have a lot of hope in situations. Yeah. And, you know, now Which that his family's dead. really shows that now that his family's dead, he's like, I have no reason to live anymore. Exactly. Which is kind of also a rude move to Natasha because like she's still there. Yeah. Yeah, which I'm going to get into his selfishness a little bit later. Good. But for now, let's go back to the Watcher. He wants to interfere so much. It seems like he's never, ever wanted to do it this much before. What did you think of his whole inner battle? I thought he was going to do it. I think he came this close and then he didn't, which I thought was really good self-control of Mr. Watcher. Yeah, (laughs) good move on him because when he's watching all of these universes unfold, his existence is not at risk. 
risk. But this time around, like it really is like he knows that Ultron is after him. So to still step back, even though he knows that he's at risk is like I know. crazy. But that changes later, obviously. But for this little moment in time, he did good. He yes. Did well. And they found the Zola file. The Zola and file. okay, I love Captain America Winter Soldier. Me so too. going back to Zola, what did you think about that entire thing? I thought it was really funny, actually, how they like uploaded him into one of Ultron's little uh, minions or like little, I don't know, little robots. I thought it was really funny. I always like the way that Zola's character is portrayed. Uh, I know he's a bad guy, but he's still, it's still like his little comebacks crack me up. So I, I really like that part. I like that we went back into that little bit of the Winter Soldier. Me too. And that Natasha's like, yeah, I've talked to you before. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's like, even though your goals are oh, so much different from my goals, you still want me to help you. She's like, yes, you are. You are our only hope. Maybe this actually is Star Wars. Maybe this is Star Wars. <laughs> But so they found Zola and we cut back to Ultron and he finds the Watcher, which is crazy. But yeah. I don't have really anything to say about that because he, he finds him a little bit him. later. He just he yeah. just found him. So we're just going to point out that he found him. Yes. And we're going to cut back to Natasha and Clint because, you know, if it's a podcast with Iris and Elizabeth, we're just going to be we jumping around. around. This is how our brain works. So sorry. So welcome. <laughs> welcome to a little peek inside of our brains. Okay. So Natasha like was totally rocking the shield. Yes. They I had Zola in the bot. That with a shield. I, I was, yes. <laughs> she learned a thing or two from Steve. Yes. And this is also why I'm still riding the wave of Natasha should have let the Avengers at some point. But Ooh, we, hot we, take, but I like it. Is it a hot take though? That's true. It's the, the right take. Into that some other day. It's <laughs> yes. the right take. Agree. Okay. Yes. So the hive mind was out of range, and Natasha and Clint and Zolabot, Zolabot, just that's what I'm gonna call him. Zolabot. Zolabot had to make a quick escape. But I want to talk a little bit about Clint's like plethora of arrows because he had like a little epic shield arrow moment, and earlier like a net arrow. And I'm like, where have we seen this? in the live action Marvel stuff. I hope we get some more cool arrows in Hawkeye because- I mean, I think we do because doesn't in the trailer, isn't Kate like, oh, you have an arrow that explodes? And then Clint's like, I have way worse or something like that. I don't really remember the exact quote, but it's yeah, something I mean, about the arrows. We've seen his arrows explode in like, you know, like even the first Avengers movie. But yeah. I'm like, can we please see them? Can we yes. please? Can we please just get like a like arrow collection shot? Like, you know, we're just like walls are lined with arrows. And like Clint in a spy goes, movie where you get all the gear? My, yes. These are my exploding arrows. These are my net arrows. Also, I have arrows that have poison in them. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and also some vibranium arrows. And also yes. if you hit somebody with this arrow, they turn into a, a sparkly unicorn. I don't I know. If that one exists. That Me too. Would be great. I bet his daughter <laughs> loves that one. Yes. Just like, <laughs> anyway. Or like, okay, hitting an arrow with some like PIM technology and making things bigger or smaller. Yes. That could be really cool. You know what? Here's a new Twitter call out. If you could have a cool arrow or think of an arrow for Hawkeye, what, what kind of what arrow? or arrows would you do tweet us at boardwalk times i i'm very interested to see because people get creative yeah <laughs> anyway so basically clint is like kamikazes himself and yeah, he does I, it's basically like the exact opposite of what happens in Endgame. I except, thought it was a very good parallel, except for like flipped around. It was a it was a good parallel. It was cool to see, but it 
in Clint's case this time around, it was like rude and selfish. Like yeah. he just was tired and didn't want to fight anymore, even though there was still fight to be had. And mm-hmm. Endgame, Natasha was being selfless in her death and yes. like saving Clint. Which is what, which is why it's the exact opposite of Endgame. It's, yeah. It's and I know Clint that Clint sac- like was sacrificing, sacrificing himself. Me. Yeah. Well, I know not he was really yeah he didn't he, have to sacrifice himself like an endgame he wasn't was literally sacrificing like, himself because he could have shot that arrow from like the side of whatever he was standing on he literally jumped in because it was like all right I'm done I don't want to live in this world anymore um, yeah yeah and just basically leaving Natasha to her own devices. as the o- practically the only person left in the universe yep. like what so basically back to the Hawkeye haters club I um left I never left either. I just said I felt bad for him for a second when they were in the Quinjet. But uh, yeah, I was kind of like, nice. Thanks, Hawkeye. Thanks, Hawkeye. Bye. Um, I hate you. Sorry (laughs) to any of the Hawkeye fans out there. This is MCU Hawkeye that we're talking about. Comic book Hawkeye. He's an okay dude. He can stay. MCU Hawkeye. Not so much. I'd like to light him on fire. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, that might be a bit extreme. I would just very much like him to um, be switched with Natasha in Endgame. That is all. Yeah, that's all. That's really all we deserve, really. But anyway, so Zolabot and Natasha are the only ones left, and he goes, Ultron is not within the observable universe. And with so that, he can't upload himself into the mainframe. So they're kind of screwed right now, but we're going to cut back to the Watcher and Ultron. But first, we're going to take a quick ad break because we have a lot to talk about. What a so cliffhanger. Let's ta- yes, we're leaving you on a cliffhanger. So enjoy this quick ad break. We will be right back. And we are back. That was such a long ad break. Just kidding. It was really short because we just paused for two seconds. Uh, podcast magic, everybody. Podcast magic. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we cut back to the Watcher and Ultron. And he just like shatters through the Watcher's little home base crystal area. What did you think when that happened? I I mean, I knew he was coming because it was like, I found you. Um, <laughs> and so we knew he was gonna come but he really just made a rude entrance it's like you know that vine where it's the dude in the big bird costume just slamming down a door that's the energy that it had yes 100 <laughs> percent. he just was like hey i'm here and i'm going to destroy you yes yeah no it it didn't surprise me but the way that it happened was insane like yes. he just shattered the crystals and was just like starting to beat up on him and even was like you lack the will to to stop me just intense like dang yeah and i also like that when he was punching him well i didn't like it but it was cool to see that he like as he went through all the crystal walls you get you got to see all the different like universes because and i know you're screaming about this because i was also (laughs) screaming about it i was like is that steve wearing into the president (laughs) yes i was like i want to see this universe like yeah i need to see this man's campaign because me too well, I, this campaign might just be, I'm Captain America, vote for me. I am a World War II veteran. Please vote for me. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so he's like getting punched through universes. But we need to take a fashion break for a moment because oh, a fashion the watcher break. in his like golden outfit, I was like, 
okay watcher yes it was a it was a strong choice and strong choice indeed especially the other strong choice was his words back to ultron was you cannot compute my power of will <laughs> get it because he's a robot because he's a robot so i was like dang and then punching through all of these landscapes and universes yep. was such a cool and creative choice like it, it makes me like really wonder more about the watcher's power like how does it actually work he's yeah. getting punched like- and you transport universes like i just don't understand how that well and also like the watcher is watching for why is he like making sure all the universes are like cooperate or like working in the right way or is he making sure that nothing goes wrong is he because he's not allowed to interfere so like what does a watcher do they just chill out so it's interesting that he is like so dedicated to this this oath and this ideal up until the very end He, he was a dedicated man dedicated to the job but you know, everyone has their limits. And so does Mr. Watcher. I'm just going to keep calling him Mr. Watcher because we Mr. don't know Watcher. his name. <laughs> the Watcher. But there are multiple Watchers. So yeah. Like, so is he uh-huh. the Watcher? Does he watch over all the other Watchers? And if there are multiple Watchers, like where are the other Watchers to help yeah. him? Do they all look the same? Twins. Interesting. Interesting questions is are the things that we are asking. So he, you know, nearly takes out the Watcher. Ultron, obviously. And he goes, run, watch. It doesn't matter no one can stop me now. Mm-hmm. And I think really that was the deciding factor for the Watcher to get involved. And yo, this this next moment is what made me be like, oh my gosh, it is l- actually all connected. All I these know. unconnected universes are actually connected. Actually connected. Because we get creepy strange. We get Doctor Strange from, you know, episodes ago in his tiny little universe talking to yep. the Watcher. What did, what did you think of that? I, um, to be real honest with you that is the one episode that i didn't watch yet (laughs) i'm being exposed right now (laughs) that is the one episode i have not seen yet (laughs) so (laughs) i have no thoughts at all you were like oh yeah this is definitely a skippable episode I just I haven't gotten around to it. I also, this is just an exp- expose of me right now. I also only watched half of the Killmonger episode. <gasps> I know. But yes, yeah, so um, Iris, little Iris exposed moment. I didn't watch the Doctor Strange episode or the last half of the Killmonger episode. So um, my thoughts are exactly nothing because I thought that was just me being like oh if this is for the live action maybe the watcher will be in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness (laughs) that is a good question and I think last week Zach also predicted that like when is and they he asked Justin like what is what is like the future of the watcher in the MCU Mm -hmm. especially the live action MCU yeah but I want to talk that could definitely be a part of like the watcher's future because he is also a multiverse person dr strange is a multiverse person the movie is literally called multiverse of madness so you never know he might get a little cameo this is true so i don't want to spoil the dr strange episode but i'm gonna talk about it a little bit and it's been a few weeks okay it should have been that's on me (laughs) (laughs) so at the end of the doctor strange episode or throughout the doctor strange episode he collects like the ultimate powers of all of these magical creatures he basically like swallows them up so he's like you saw him he like kind of transformed a little bit when he saw the watcher so that's part of his power he looked rough because he destroyed his entire universe and is just in this little glass little crystal ball basically which i didn't connect that um it was very similar to the watcher's crystals 
And at the end of his episode, he notices the Watcher as well. He hears he hears him. So it's really interesting that the Watcher ended up in this tiny universe of Doctor Strange and they were talking like they were buddies. So my question is, have they spoken before? Maybe because if Doctor Strange is like, like I said, a multiverse person because he knew the multiverse existed. I'm assuming this universe's Doctor Strange also knew of the mm-hmm. multiverse. Maybe then he is also someone who can look into all the different universes and dimensions and stuff. And maybe, maybe that makes him sort of like Watcher adjacent or something. Maybe, especially because he is all alone in his little crystallized universe. Exactly. Maybe he's also watching. Maybe. And he was so casual when he asked, are you ready to break your oath? Like, there has to have been some previous dialogue between the two. Well, or it was just Doctor Strange being like, finally, someone else here in this this here bubble that I can talk to. Like, I'm not even going to pretend. I'm just going to be like, all right, so we're doing this. But how did he know about the Watcher's oath? That is true. In the first place? That is true. Then again, maybe if he heard him at the end of his episode, he did some research or something like that. I I just don't see how that's possible because, like, he's just trapped in a little crystal ball. So I'm like, how did... But I mean, he was in... He was... like taking up a lot of knowledge for hundreds of years. Yeah. So maybe he has to so know. Maybe he, yeah, maybe he just knows of his existence. Yeah. That's so, my guess. That's a good guess, if, especially from not watching the episode. <laughs> it's the best guess I can give you. <laughs> Very good. So yeah, the Watcher's like, I see now, I need your help. So we already know that Doctor Strange, this Doctor Strange, creepy strange, I don't know, is super, super, super powerful. So with that incredible power and the Watcher's ability to see everything. Those powers combined should be able to tackle Ultron, you would think. Tackle Ultron and maybe collect other characters we've seen throughout and collect other characters that we've seen throughout the season. Yes. What do you think is going to happen next week? Because I I watched the trailer again of the season and I saw, I saw some characters gathered, gathered together. Excellent questions. I also saw that trailer. Isn't that the one where ego also goes to actually find um, Peter Quill? I think that that... was that, was that a trailer for the next season? Cause I'm, I might've been a trailer for the next season because remember we were supposed to get a Gamora episode and it got cut from this season, but in like the clip of the trailer, you see like Gamora and also Captain Carter. Yes. That's why I was like, huh? (laughs) <laughs> so I'm kind of like, <laughs> yeah. I, it, it'll be weird to see like this Gomorrah that we don't really know yeah. in the episode. But also, but Captain Carter, <sighs> who, who knows? Maybe, maybe this continues into season two. This conflict? Yes. And then maybe we get like a big fight, like Endgame style with all the characters from different different dimensions different universes maybe do you think they'll really hang on until the next season though because i feel like we have to learn new storylines of different characters and what if scenarios like i feel like they really have to wrap it up this season yeah they might also just wrap it up i'm just confused as to why in the trailer they dropped like you see stuff that we haven't seen in this season before yeah and maybe like the gamora episode that we're gonna get doesn't really have a connection to the overarching storyline much like everything else really hasn't until last week's episode with the end of party thor yeah so i think yeah. it, would, it will be okay and i think that marvel really strategy hopefully strategized well hopefully. of which episode <laughs> they were gonna have to cut from yes. the slate but so I guess we'll okay see. but overall what i think will happen next week because i don't think i actually answered that question <laughs> i definitely think it'll come to a head there will be some sort of fight i think other characters will come back fingers crossed that captain carter is there yeah favorite, favorite girl and i definitely think like 
Captain Marvel will be there because she's just been popping in and out throughout the entire season. So I think she'll make an appearance, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, I'm really, really excited. I know a lot of Marvel fans haven't really been so keen about this series, maybe because it's animation, maybe just they just don't like the storytelling, but I've been absolutely loving it. See, my thing is that I like it, but for me, it wasn't like super all tying in together. It was all just like, you know, loose episodes and I was like I mean it's fun to watch I guess I don't have to watch them all hence the Doctor Strange episode I didn't (laughs) watch (laughs) but now I guess I have to watch them all because they do connect in the end which for me somehow makes it more interesting like I I was Mm -hmm. I wasn't really super excited because every week I was like well I have no clue what's gonna happen next week because it's an entirely different episode so I didn't really look forward to anything but now that I can look forward to something like leading up to a finale I am more excited yeah and maybe other Marvel fans need to hear that too so they can watch it and enjoy it as much as we have so OMG it's been connected all along who knew OMG who knew not me so but Elizabeth, what are your thoughts for next week? Do you have any hot takes or? Um, no really hot takes for me. I, I really agree with you that it's all going to come to a head. I really do think that we're going to see all of those characters that not all of them. I don't know about all of them. Definitely Captain Carter because they yes. really left her story off at the cliffhanger. Like what the heck has she been doing since coming from coming out from the portal? I almost said from the ice, not her story. Different Captain America. <laughs> different, different one. And I would love to see like some of those like Marvel zombies survivors get Dude, get pulled me too. into that was the my fight episode. Not gonna yes, lie. and then it would also be really cool to see like Shuri from the Killmonger episode. She's a sure. freaking genius. I don't know because you totally watched the Killmonger episode. I definitely got up to that point. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I am just really excited for the last. The last episode of the season. Next week, I will be back with Muska Lumi to talk about the finale. Ah! For more Marvel content, head over to BoardWalkTimes.net or follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BoardWalkTimes. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review.